Hey, hey, Chuck here, and this is the Sunday to Sunday podcast. Today, I want to answer the most often asked question in all of church communications. I get asked this question all the time. I see it in the church communications Facebook groups. I see it everywhere. Are you ready for the question? I'll tell you right after this. Everywhere I look, I see someone asking, what are you guys doing for first time guest gifts? And this is a really important question. If you're gonna have a guest gift, it needs to be good. So today, I wanna give you some guest gift ideas. Some will probably surprise you, and some might even be a little bit controversial, but hopefully I can give you some things to think about. But before we start talking through some of the good guest gifts, let's talk about the purpose of the first time guest gift because I feel like people miss this. In my humble opinion, there are only two valid reasons to give someone a guest gift. The first one is as an exchange for their information. And the second is to let them know that you're grateful for their visit. All the other reasons are not great reasons for giving a gift. Let's break these two down real quick. First, it's really important that you collect people's information on a communication card or a connection card or whatever you call it. If you don't collect people's information, you can't follow up with them. And often people aren't just gonna give up their information. So offering them a gift in exchange for their information is a great way to get it. So if you're gonna offer a gift as a bribe or as an exchange for someone's information, you ought to make that gift compelling. And the second reason is perhaps even more important. It's, it's the whole biblical hospitality thing. Giving someone a first-time guest gift is a great way for a church to show someone that you're grateful that they took their valuable time to visit. And look, you and I know that attending church is valuable on its own. We get it. We know and understand that going to church shouldn't be something that we have to be thanked for doing. We know that it's valuable. We know that it's a valuable use of our time. But for someone who is new to the church scene, there are lots of other things that feel and seem more valuable. There are a lot of things competing with that time. I mean, think about it. I'm a faithful churchgoer. I believe in it. I'm all in. But sleeping in on a Sunday, one of my few days of the week to sleep in, really feels valuable to me. Or gearing up to go to one of my kids' sports events feels really valuable. Or just going for a walk on a trail, going for a hike seems really valuable. And like I said, I'm committed. I'm all in. I understand the value of worship. I understand the importance of being in church. So if I feel that way, and if you probably feel that way, imagine how newcomers who are on the fence about this whole church and God thing, imagine how, how they feel. It's a really big deal for them to give up their Sunday morning time to go to church. It's a really good thing for a church to say, thanks for taking your valuable time to come spend it with us. And a really good way to do that is with a guest gift. But you know what's not great for that person? Getting something that doesn't feel valuable. Or even worse, getting something that could be construed as preachy or judgmental. For example, here, here I'm going to get on my soapbox. But here's one thing that's not a great guest gift. A churchy book. I get that we want to take every opportunity to impart some type of spiritual knowledge to someone. And if we get them a book, if we can get a book in their hand where they can learn something like the case for Christ or something like that, it seems like a good thing, right? Let's don't waste that opportunity. After all, they may not come back. And 
I know, guys, I know that the word does not return void. I know if you put the word in somebody's hand, it's going to not return void. But I think the these are not really good uses of a first-time guest gift. I think instead we should use the first-time guest gift as a way to thank them so hopefully they come back. Then we can continue to impart that spiritual knowledge or that life change. Most of the time, guests are lightly exploring spiritual things. They're probably not looking for homework. <laughs> They're probably not looking to have to go home and do more reading. Coming to church was probably maxing them out if they truly are a first-time guest. So I think, I really, really think for a first-time guest who is checking out our church, a churchy, Christian-y book feels like the equivalent of what people were doing 20, 30 years ago. It feels like leaving a cheap tip at a restaurant with a tract. You guys remember those $100 bill tracts that had the gospel on the inside? Anybody remember when that was a thing Christians did? They would leave a, a really, you know, half of a tip and then leave those tracts. It was awful. And by the way, on this topic, it doesn't matter if your pastor wrote the book. First of all, unless your pastor is Max Licato or Andy Stanley or, or some really gifted writer, the book's probably not that great. Can we just be real about that? Second of all, even if he is a, he or she is a gifted writer, it's still a lousy gift, especially when compared compared to some of the other things we're going to mention here in a minute. But before we do that, let me tell you a couple of other bad gifts. A CD, a CD of one of your pastor's messages or a DVD, not a great gift. Or a CD of your church's worship band, not a great gift. Maybe a Kanye CD would be cool, but a first-time guest most likely doesn't want to roll down Main Street pumping your church's worship jams. Here are a few more bad ones. And even as I get ready, get ready to say this this next one, go ahead and cue the hate mail. But a no good, awful, terrible, fill in the adjective guest gift is a t-shirt with your church's logo on it. First of all, unless your church is called Columbia Baptist Church or North Face Presbyterian or American Eagle Baptist, your logo probably isn't cool enough to be on a shirt, especially not a shirt that isn't for your church people. And if it is, that's probably not going to feel super valuable for, to a first time guest. Think about it. If you were a first-time visitor, someone who hasn't been to church in a long time, maybe someone who's just exploring the, the things of God, a seeker, uh, to use the old term, would you want to stroll into Target wearing, you know, a, a cheap beefy tee t-shirt with a cheesy logo on it? They're going to feel like a, a Jesus freak walking into Target with that on there. No, no. Let's let these poor people seek out God in peace. They don't want to be walking around wearing our church apparel. Now, for the people in your church, people on your volunteer teams, people who have already bought in, yes, they're all about it. Give them the t-shirts. That's great. But not first-time guests. Okay, I think I've beat that dead horse. But here's another one. And before I tell you what it is, let me ask you this. Do you drink coffee? If so, when you do, do you have a favorite mug that you use? I use the same two identical mugs every time I drink coffee. I have two of them. Those are the ones I pull out of my cabinet. And honestly, we've got about two billion mugs up in our cupboard. But I only use two, and same for my wife. She only has a couple that she uses. And I think that's true for most people. I think people have their favorite coffee mug. So why in the world, if I'm a first-time guest, would I want your mug that costs $1.97? Unless I'm in need of a new pencil holder for my desk, I don't need it. It's not a great gift. Mugs, even if they're filled with candy, they're, they're not a great guest gift. We can do better. We can do better. And to that point, let me give you a few really great gift ideas. And 
I'm going to avoid burying the lead here, and I'm going to start with my very favorite one, and it's dinner and a movie. I love this one. I love it. So partner with a local pizza place and print up some free, one free pizza gift cards. And when someone presents that to the pizza place, the pizza place sends you a bill or charges your church card or however you want to make those arrangements. So that's the dinner part of dinner and a movie. And, here, and here's a bonus with that. If the guest takes it and never cashes it in, you don't pay for the pizza. So if you go to Papa John's or Domino's or somewhere and buy gift cards, you've paid for those. But if you partner, if you team up with a local pizza place, we have several of them in my community. But if you if you team up with a local pizza place and they don't cash in the gift card, you don't pay for that pizza. So it's a, a good deal for you. It's also a great deal for the pizza place because you're building a relationship with them. They're getting, you know, they're getting new customers. They're getting you to uh, buy pizza for people. So it's a great deal for them. So that's the dinner part. The next part is go to Redbox, uh, redbox.com and print some, uh, print a, a bunch of, go to redbox.com and print a series of rental codes on business cards. So this will cost you a dollar each and, and just print them out on business cards. You can print them, you know, print them on cardstock and cut them up into business cards and then bundle that whole thing up into one of those cheap plastic uh, microwave or not microwave, bundle it up into one of those cheap plastic popcorn containers and put a single pack of microwave popcorn in there, bundle the whole thing up and you've got dinner and a movie. It's really great. People love it. I really challenge you. Try, try this out for a month or two and see if you don't get amazing feedback. So that's my favorite one, dinner and a movie. Let me give you a few more. What if you gave out a Yeti tumbler, a real Yeti tumbler? Yes, it's going to cost you a good bit of money, $30, $50, however much they cost now. And I really encourage you to resist the urge to go cheap. Don't go buy a cheap one that you can buy for four or five dollars. Buy the real thing. Imagine how you're going to blow the mind of a first time visitor when you hand them a legit Yeti mug, a legit Yeti tumbler. Nothing says we value you more than a semi expensive, nice brand name gift. And by the way, resist the urge to plaster your church's logo on this thing. Just let it be what it is a nice mug, a nice tumbler. Your guest will walk away wanting to tell their neighbors, their coworkers, everybody about your generosity and they're going to come back. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Chuck, there's no way we can afford to give a $50 guest gift to every first time guest. And maybe you're right. If you have 100 guests a week, you probably can't afford this. But if you just have a few, and most of the people listening to this will just have one or two, if you just have a few, you might actually be able to do this. What if you're thinking about it wrong? What if what if you're looking at this wrong? What if a $50 investment gets that person to come back and bring their family back and they accept Christ? What's that life change worth, first of all? But second of all, what if they start tithing? What if a year from now they start tithing? Think about the lifetime ROI on that $50 gift. In business, we talk to customers about this line of thinking all the time. Hey, what's a you know what's a fifty dollar ad worth to you in exchange for the lifetime value of that customer? Well, for you as a church leader, what's a fifty dollar investment in exchange for the lifetime value of that potential cu- customer, that potential new church goer? So just something to think about. Think about what if you went extravagant? Now I know you could be setting up a consumer mentality. I understand the argument of what it took to get them there is what it takes to keep them there. So you have to keep the consumer mentality going on, and we don't want to create consumer humoristic Christians, but just consider the other side. This could really work well for you. All right, I'm going to move on. Another great first-time guest gift is local goods, local goods. Now there's some specifics to this, so stick with me. But if your town has a local bakery or a local high-quality farmer's market or something similar, think about packaging up a nice little basket or a nice little first-time guest gift package. Local honeys, local jellies, anything that are commercially, commercially and professionally packaged 
is a great first-time guest gift. Or even baked goods, uh, cookies, uh, brownies, anything, again, that's commercially packaged is great. And you probably are hearing me overemphasize commercially packaged. If you're going to do this one, avoid having someone in your church bake cookies or bake brownies. Don't do that. Um, you might know the person. You might know that the the person volunteering to bake these goods has really great sanitation habits. Uh, their kitchen might be, you know, as good as a professionally cleaned kitchen, but your guest doesn't know that. And so it's going to potentially be awkward if you give them, you know, homemade chocolate chip cookies in a baggie if they have no idea where they came from. Personally, I wouldn't eat them. I'd take them out and first trash can I saw, I'd dump them because I just, we just don't know how this, you know, the, the, the sanitary habits of the person who baked those. But if it's a commercial kitchen or commercial bakery, we know that at least they're getting inspected and they have certain requirements that they have to meet. So again, and, and by the way, depending on your state or county's food laws, you might actually be breaking the law if you give out homemade goods that aren't commercially packaged. So, but anyway, if you can, if you do have a local bakery, it's a great, great option. Highly recommend it. All right, so the next one is give a donation to charity. Donate a generous, and emphasis on the word generous, amount of money to a reputable charity, bonus points if it's a local charity, in your guest name, and even higher bonus points if they get to pick the charity or if they get to pick some part of the charity. We we used to team up with Water Missions International, and they had a store. And so basically you gave the guest a gift card, and, and you pay the donation, but the guest got a gift card. They got to go pick where that donation donation was applied you know if it was applied to you know Africa or South America or which village it was applied to or if it was applied directly to water wells or if it was applied to some other project if it went toward administration they got to pick which was really cool so again highly highly recommend that also as you do this one think about charities that aren't going to come across as weird to your guests so donating to water missions is great but donating to a recovery from you know sex abuse for example that, that might be a really great charity to donate to but that might come up that might just have a weird thing for your for your first time guests. So I would avoid that for this particular usage. All right. So the next one is a utility tool. So you've probably seen these, um, something like a Leatherman, uh, or you can get smaller ones that go on a keychain. but there's all kind of utility tools out there. And here's the thing, women and men both love these. So you can package that up with several, you know, a, a baggie of candy or you can get creative here, but utility tools make a great gift. Just one thing though, make sure it's a high quality one and not a cheap one that you buy from a pro promotional products company. Make sure it's, you know, a really high quality. If you can go name brand with this, uh, go to Cabela's or, or Bass Pro Shops or somewhere and, and buy these. Okay, moving on. Speaking of tools, another cool gift is a tech tool, something that's high quality and techy. Power banks are popular, but again, don't go cheap here. I actually will not connect a battery to my phone unless it's an anchor brand battery because other ones can fry your phone battery. So I'm not saying that you have to go with that name brand, but make sure that you give one that's high quality, not one that's a cheap plastic one that you get from a promotional products company. So you could do that. You could also do some kind of multi charging cable or my wife got a rechargeable hand warmer, kind of like those little hot hands packets that you shake up, except this one was battery operated and it was rechargeable. She got that for Christmas. If you could buy those, that would make a really great gift. Get creative here, but tech tools make great first-time guest gifts. Another one is gift cards. 
we already mentioned the dinner and a movie, uh, which is a type of gift card, but you could use other types of gift cards, Starbucks, Panera, Chick-fil-A, anything like that, make great gifts. All right, one last one that I want to give you. I was at a church one time and I saw them do a cool thing. They had a first time guest cart or a store one end of the building. They had a store on the other end at the other exit. They had a cart, but it was, it was a first time guest store where the guest got to pick out one thing off the cart or one thing out of the off the shelf in the store and they had everything from books which by the way I think works in this situation contrary to what I said earlier but these books were not churchy books they were like one was a practical uh, conversation starters for families at the dinner table the other one was a family friendly joke book so they had cool books that you know, kind of helped with the whole family situation or helped with a felt need instead of like churchy books. But anyway, they had everything from books to sunglasses to smaller little toys for the kids to the gift cards that we mentioned, lots of the things that we've already mentioned. But it was cool because the, the guest got to come in and pick something that felt valuable to them out of a variety of options. So another really great idea. All right, this episode is getting long, so I need to wrap this up. But let me just say this. There are so many cool things that I could touch on to make to, to make a great first impression, make a great guest gift. Uh, make sure you have a good presentation. Make sure you have a nice little bag or a little box to put the guest gift in. Make sure that you're thinking about the whole family, men, women, children, the whole family, and so on. And resist the urge to stuff your packages with brochures and information about your ministry. People should really visit your website to get information about your ministry, not be handing being handed brochures on their way out. Uh, they're not worried about that. They're worried about getting Johnny out of the children's ministry and picking up their gift and getting out of there. They're not trying to learn about all your ministries. So anyway, I could go on about this all day, but I'm going to wrap this up and just say this. Hopefully this was helpful, but put your put yourself in the shoes of your guests and give some thought to your first time guest gift. And I'm certain that as you put time and thought into this from the perspective of your guests, that you'll be able to come up with a really great first time guest gift idea. By the way, if you want to read more about this, I have an article on Sunday Mag that recaps some of the things we discussed here. And I'm going to say goodbye. Again, my name's Chuck, and we'll see you next time on the Sunday to Sunday podcast. Thank you.